Hello again and welcome, everyone. It's time for Paul and I, because we're back and we're talking sports. I'm Jason, and this is Paulie. How's it going, guys? And it's a beautiful day-ish in April. <laughs> it's sure. trying to be beautiful. It, it was really nice before, two days ago. But we have something to brighten your day. Let's talk about some sports, Wally. What happened this last week? Let's do it. Um, first off, I apologize. We haven't talked to you guys in a few weeks. Mm. Um, I was really busy last week. Our schedules just haven't been able to line up. But we're back, and we're talking sports. So let's get right into it. Um, mo- most, mostly it's going to be uh, NBA uh uh, playoff review for you guys, but I got a couple notes uh, beforehand. I want to give uh, Miguel Cabrera, Miggy, um, congratulations. Uh, he got a, a infield single or a outfield single on Saturday, uh, became becoming the seventh player in MLB history. 3,000 hits and 500 home runs, joining Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Eddie Murphy, Rafael Palmaro, Thor Pujols, and Alex Rodriguez. And you notice that uh, Babe Ruth wasn't isn't on that list. He had 2,847 home or hits. So when you're on a list of the greatest players of all time and Babe Ruth isn't on it, it's, I think, something to celebrate. So, yeah, you know. He's been doing it for a long time, too. Although he's been in MLB Purgatory in Detroit, you know, he's still doing his thing. He he did win. I, no, he won a World Series with uh, Miami. Yeah. Or he got traded to Detroit. But... Yeah, he's been doing it a long time and took a few games, but I don't know if you remember. Um, it was Aces loaded, uh, bottom of the eighth inning. They were down or up one, down one, I believe. And he got intentionally walked. I don't remember who against, but just the respect that, even at age 39, respect that that guy had. Just an incredible ball player, one of the all-time greats. Uh, won the Triple Crown in 2012, the first AL uh, player to do it since, I believe, 67. Carl, or Carl, your strumps, you do it, did it, but caps off an amazing career. He's retiring after this year. I don't know if he's officially announced it, but I, there's rumors out there. But again, the seventh player with 3,000 hits and 500 home runs, incredible career. Yeah. Um, and then. A little bit of bit of a Brewers update. Uh, seven and ten, the record is right now. Um, 
lost the first two games against Cubs, won the third. Kind of up and down so far. April baseball, nothing really to see. A couple notes that I've noticed so far. Inconsistent offense, the thing that plagued them last year, the thing that really hurt them against the Braves last year. Uh, Starting pitching has been dominant. Like, uh, I think everyone thought it was going to be. The uh, thing that surprised me is Devin Williams is off to a little bit of a struggling start. Uh, gave up some runs in the eighth inning that has uh, basically blown Brewers' leads a uh, couple of games. Struggled. Uh, I remember one game, got out of it, but he had bases loaded. Um. Again, April baseball, not a lot to see here. But just a couple notes that I've noticed so far in the season. I know you probably don't have much to know to add to it, but yeah, it, like you said, not much to see here. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, one of the one of the greats, um, A. Wright of Villanova. Men's basketball coach announced his retirement. Uh, pretty much out of the blue. I I hadn't heard anything about it. Uh, won two national championships, to four Final Fours. Highly respected basketball coach, and you consider Coach K retiring. Uh, Roy Williams uh, stepping down from North Carolina, and now Jay Wright. I mean, three of the three of the the, the modern day greats stepping down within a year of each other. I don't know if you have any thoughts about this, but it's that time, right? It sometimes this happens. Sometimes everybody gets old at the same time. <laughs> and honestly, Coach K, <laughs> Coach K had been getting old for a minute. So it was it was only a matter of time for him. Jay Wright's a little surprising, obviously. I I would have thought he'd have been he'd have been going for a little while yet. And like you said, I I didn't hear anything if if he had if people within, you know, the Villanova program were aware of it. I have I'd have no idea, but yeah, there certainly wasn't any national news about it or any national rumors going on about it that I was aware of. Oh, I, I, I think, I think the Villanova program, I don't, I don't know if I'm sure he talked to his higher ups before he announced it, but I hadn't heard anything about it. And, um, a Billis, I read an article on ESPN the day it happened and from for, just from reading the article, I mean, he was one of the most re- well-respected coaches in the game, mm-hmm. from what it sounds like to me. And again, won two national championships. I remember we were down in Milwaukee, and we watched in a, the hotel room at the year after they won the national championship. The Badgers took down Nova in the second round. We were down at March Madness. Do you remember that? 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, again, uh, I, I saw a, a bottom line on ESPN saying that he uh, may consider going into the NBA. I heard that, too. That I think it, it was just that he didn't uh, outright say, no, I am not interested in going to the NBA. He just said, right now, I'm just doing my thing. Or something, you know, like he just didn't dismiss it out of hand, so everybody's losing their minds because it's like that means he's gonna come back. Yeah, who knows? Who uh, knows? He might, he might be re- get retired and be like, "Wow, I actually really like being retired." Yeah, and so again, uh, whatever uh, Jay Wright uh, decides to do uh, with his. Time after uh, leaving Villanova, uh, do whatever you want, man. Yeah, right. Make yourself happy. So who's he got a? Who does he owe anything to? Uh, no one. No one, as far as I know. So, all right. Uh, so that's. Uh, you got anything else before we go on to the big show here? No, let's get right down to the big show. The if you're, uh, I assume you must mean the. Paul and I talking sports NBA mid playoff tournament review preview. That would be the one. Excellent. So let's get to it. Um, we're going to start here with, I think this series, me and you are most looking forward to, and it turns into a sweep. The Celtics. Pick two in New Jersey to finish off the sweep, or the Brooklyn, sorry, of the Nets. New Jersey, that's great. Sorry, it's just, <laughs> how many years has it been? <laughs> it's been a while. Um, yeah, the, the chaos season that the Nets had this year ends in a blaze of glory. Do you want to do you want to start us up here? Well, what do you even say? We talked about this at length uh, previously about how they should have handled this whole three guys, three insane people on their team scenario. Well, I guess Kevin Durant's not insane; he's just insanely talented, but. They, instead of getting rid of Kyrie, they get rid of Harden, probably because they couldn't get rid of Kyrie, which I understand. And now (laughs) they don't have Ben Simmons even on the floor yet. Kevin Durant's struggling. And (laughs) it's just... (laughs) And the more I think about it, the the more hilarious the situation is. I, I don't... They basically did everything the opposite of what I would have done, and this is where they are, getting swept by the two-seed. Yeah, I mean... Not saying I should be an NBA executive, but, like, you ask me for how I feel about that's that's how I feel. Like, I said they should have done this. They did the opposite. <laughs> and now where are they? <laughs> It, it, it is 
I hope this is a 30 for 31 day. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm still waiting for the Oklahoma City Thunder 30 for 30 that I think would be incredible. But it, this, the last two seasons for the Nets bring in arguably three of the most talented, talented offensive players that have ever played the game. In this this petri dish, you know you're going to have to score 130 points a game because you're not going to play a defense. Their supporting cast, they have three guys that can shoot threes. Neither of them can play defense. They make this... I, I, I had talked about... Uh, for Ben Simmons trade. I didn't know if I didn't know it was gonna be hardened for Simmons. And then you have Simmons who basically told the Nets he was gonna be ready for game four. And then 24 hours before that, he basically says, No, I'm not playing. And from <laughs> what it sounds like, it blindsided the Nets. Oh, that's great. That's a great thing to do to the, your team. I mean, I I don't even know what else to say about the situation. Mm. It's comical to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a guy you're paying. He's, what, their third highest paid player? And he hasn't played yet? Yeah. We'll see. Right. It, it's just, I don't even know, like, I couldn't even make a suggestion as to what to do now for, for that team other than just, like, trade away all your assets and just start over and just try to get into the lottery for the next couple of years. I mean, Ky- Kyrie's got a player option this year. Durant's under contract for four more years. If anything, I'm keeping Durant and just seeing what I can do to bring in something else besides this. Uh, I mean, they could. I mean, they could just uh, hang on to these guys until there's like a super deep draft, and then just trade out all their dudes for draft picks and have like ten draft picks. And just get sure. all rookies. Yeah, you know, honestly, like I, this is how wacky this situation is. Is where these are the suggestions I'm coming up with. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what else to do. I've been watching basketball for years, and I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> oh man! And the Celtics, on the other hand, it looked like mm. true championship contenders. Yeah, the they're playing right now. And the way they started the season, I would not have guessed. Like this is it's it's impressive. Oh, and they they got Robert Williams back, their defensive stopper. They're pretty much fully healthy and playing just phenomenal basketball right now. I find the Bucks and I have to run into them in the next round, which I believe they have to. If you can yeah, yep. on that. Yep, you're right. I'm looking I, at it right I'm now. scared. Of, I'm scared of that series. Should have been. Yeah, he should be. I mean, now there was some hope. You know, Middleton being out obviously is a real problem. But 
I mean, say what you will about Grayson Allen. That dude was on fire the other night. And if he can pull out some of that, some of that three point assassin business, he would do at Duke. <laughs> I mean, you might not be super worried about not having Middleton because that dude can score. If he gets going, he can score. So that's that's the perfect transition into our next uh, one that we're going to talk about. I've got all uh, eight of them listed down, but it will go in any order here. We're free, free flowing. Yeah. Um. Uh. The one of the local radio guys. I don't remember who it is right now. Uh. Uh, Bill Eversall. Oh, okay. Um, oh, got, you mean, wait, the younger guy or the older guy? The younger guy. That's Marcus Eversall. Marcus Eversall. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, he's got a spot on the radio. I'm sure you've maybe heard it. Talking about how if there's any there's any chance of Grayson Allen or the best chance that Grayson Allen can ever have to get into the Bucks hearts after ripping the title away from us. Uh, you still raw about that? <laughs> yes, I am. If there's any chance that Grayson Allen can get into our good graces, it's right now. And through through two games, he certainly has. He has certainly stepped up in uh, Chicago. Some huge three-pointers. Again, I was working all last week. I didn't actually get to watch any of the games, but I know he has stepped up, and we've won two games in a row, and we can close out in Milwaukee tomorrow night. And I hope we do so we can get healthy. I know Middleton is two to four weeks, probably going to be three to four weeks is very uh, optimistic, but I'm hoping we're going to be able to close out the Bucks tomorrow night. Uh, Zach Levine is doesn't sound like he's going to play. He's in the health and safety protocol. Mm. He did not travel. Um, and so, Bucks, let's close out tomorrow night. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, get some rest and well, get some rest. I guess that doesn't even matter in this case since Boston's done with their series. I suppose I. But you don't want this to go. You don't want this to go past five games. No, no. Absolutely. The longer it goes, the more. I mean, granted, the longer it goes, the <laughs> they, the better chance they have of getting Middleton back at some point during the playoffs, but. That's not uh, that's not a reason to you know you gotta oh, you need to keep no. get your guys you need to get through the playoffs as in as little games as possible, particularly when you got guys injured because that's more dudes in the rotation. You then you have endurance, you know, you got to worry about and all that. So absolutely, all right. So uh, moving on, I think we're gonna pick. Uh... I mean, next you're up. You're next on our list. Uh, they are up three to one on Atlanta. They should, in theory, be able to close it out. I believe they're playing tomorrow night. 
against uh, the Haw- uh, the Hawks. Uh, Trey Young hit his uh, thing earlier uh, in the series, but and uh, actually, I just saw uh, Butler is out tonight, so that might make it interesting. Mm. Or tomorrow night, so that might make it interesting. Okay. But uh, Miami should, as the one seed, beat this Hawks team. Definitely more talented. Uh, any thoughts there? Uh, kind of. I think it's like Atlanta's really kind of lost a little bit of that momentum they had last year, huh? It snuck in when the playoffs in the play-in, and honestly, I thought Charlotte was going to beat them. I would have picked Charlotte to beat them. So they're kind of doing what I expected them to do, to be honest. I will say, though, I was skeptical on the whole Kyle Lowry thing. And, yeah, he's he's really he's really fitting in there. Obviously, there once he knows. <laughs> Why don't I just say the most obvious thing? But I, I have to. Basically, yeah, you have to take back what I said. Like it's it's really working out. He's playing. He's a playing like a true point guard. See, and I I guess I, I think I did disagreed with you a little bit on. I this think you did too. Yeah. Um, but to me, Kyle Kyle Lowry was always Pat Riley kind of guy. I think we yeah that point, but. Kyle Lowry is just to me is just a Pat Riley kind of guy. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and so it makes sense that it's working out. Um, uh, not a lot more to say on there. Uh, Warriors are up three to one on the Nuggets. Um, again, should be able to close it out at home in Game Five. Um, Warriors are playing phenomenal basketball right now. We'll get to the Suns in a minute, but if Devin Booker is out for any kind of extended mm. period, I yeah. think the Warriors are I think the Warriors are the team to beat in the West. I think they were already personally, but <laughs> yeah, watching particularly that last game, uh, the Pelicans are looking better edge at the like it's like a two opposing sliding scales like the the pelicans are really ramping it up at the same exact time that the cell the suns lose booker and are starting to not look so great that that series just got real real interesting and no I zion either it's just oh man and you look at I what was it uh, three and sixteen I think they started out New Orleans did mm-hmm. or something. Oh, like it was that. awful. Yeah, it looked like they were just gonna shit the bed this year while they waited for Zion to get right. <laughs> you know, that's really what it looked like. Yeah. Okay, that leads into a question: Is Zion ever right? Yeah. Does Zion ever get right? I he. I feel like he he has a his career trajectory has a real uh, 
Derrick Rose feel to it. And the longer he, and the less he plays when he's younger, I don't know, man. Maybe that'll buy him mileage going forward, but he's so explosive. And his he's not like, like, look at that guy. Like, he, it's not like he's Adonis. Like, that dude's got extra weight. And that kind of explosiveness and, and uh, wear and tear on the body when you're a, a dude that size. I'm not saying he's fat. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, he's not svelte. He's, and he's just big naturally too. So when you're he jumping, you know, 36, 38 inches in the air and you weigh 280 pounds, like that's going, you're going to explode your knee one day. That's just an inevitability. So and, unless he like slows down his game or something like that, it's, uh, I just, I worry that, He's his best years, his good years, basically, are going to be spent on the bench, letting his toes heal. You know. Yeah, and I mean, going back in NBA history, you have a slew of center, centers: Sam Bowie, um, Craig Oden, uh, big guys, big bodies that just. Once it went downhill, you could never get it back. Mm-hmm. And I I hope that isn't the case for Zion. But man, well, yeah, you don't hope you hope that's not the case for anybody. But how many times have we seen it? Yeah, yeah, like you mentioned that that New Orleans Phoenix series is, is very interesting now. Um, another interesting one that Minnesota probably should be control of this series. Game three, they lo- blow a 24-point halftime lead. I think that it was even into the third quarter that they blew that lead. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I didn't. I don't remember watch. exactly. Yeah, I didn't catch that game either. It's it's funny. It's always seems like the game I want to watch is on NBA TV. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of irritates me a little bit. But anyway, um, yeah, I I don't remember what quarter it was, but man, I can't decide if Minnesota's a good team or not. Shit, I don't think Minnesota can decide if they're a good team or not. And Memphis, like, come on, you're the two. Like, you got John, you got you got that team. You made those moves in the off season. You got to win this series. You sh- there's no there's no reason they should be down. They they should never have been down in this series at all. Honestly, no. That that you you just brought up a really good point. Minnesota's had a very good season. But did they though? They're the seven. I mean, they hadn't made the playoffs and. 10 years, I think okay. okay, so they had a good season for them. Yeah. But, like, they didn't really have that great of a season. No. They, they, made, they, they barely made the playoffs. <laughs> they, they have a nice song team that... True. Is... And that's what I mean. Like, I can't tell if they're a good team or not. Like, they've got a squad, but they don't... <laughs> excuse me. They don't play like it. Uh. 
And I, again, to your point, uh, it, that's the reason why Memphis should win this series. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I can personally see this being a seven-game series go, coming down to Game Seven in Memphis. The way it's they, been going, yes, yes, I could see that too. Um, so that's, that's a very interesting series. Um, we have talked about that yet. The, uh, Mavericks are up, uh, Mm. three to two on the jazz. Um, that's been kind of back and forth. It's been rumored that, uh, Jacksonville is going to break up, uh, Bear and Mitchell if they don't get out of the first round here. And I mean, it hasn't worked in three years. I mean, if it hasn't worked yet, I don't. You got to try something else, right? Yeah, they they took a step back this year, and I, rumor has it that Mitchell and Gobert are just not getting along either. And if that's the case, I mean, <laughs> two best players aren't getting along. Yeah, you got to do something about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's uh, uh, Doncic. You know if Doncic's back or not? Uh, yeah, I think he played yesterday, didn't he? Did, did he? Okay, okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. Either way, it, it, he's either if he didn't play yesterday, he's back tomorrow. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, that might be the end. Or of, not tomorrow, uh, next day, uh, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Uh, I keep so thinking yeah, today's Wednesday. <laughs> most likely, this is probably going to be the end of uh, this jazz era. I don't know where they go from there. But there's been rumors for a couple years that Obear and Mitchell have not gotten along. So, not going to be really surprising. And then our last series that we have to talk about. Sixers took a three nothing lead on the Raptors. The Raptors have won two straight. Uh, going back to Toronto for Game Six, do you think the Raptors can pull this uh, upset off? Absolutely. the The Sixers are in shambles right now. Harden. Couldn't buy a bucket what the other night yesterday. I, yeah, I, I if I'm the Sixers, if I'm a Sixers fan, I am very, very concerned. And I'm this is like a <laughs> like it's so weird because they're up in the series, right? Like <laughs> they're up three two, and it's like I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And even if they do manage to stumble past Toronto, like they get past Miami, Miami's just gonna let them win one game in that series, beat them in five, and then wait for Boston, Milwaukee to beat the snot out of each other. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I think the Sixers are in. Uh, if they if they can't, I I do think the Raptors are gonna win Game Six, and then. Game seven, I mean, it's not quite the net situation. That whole year, the Ben Simmons thing was hanging over that team the whole year. Harden comes in, 
looks great at first, then he becomes James Harden, and again, we're seeing playoff James Harden, and unless Embiid has a massive, massive Game 7, I think the Raptors are going to pull this off. Yeah, I do, I <laughs> I have zero confidence in the 76ers right now. Why would you? Yeah, right? They have shown zero zero reason to have any confidence in them. And Embiid's like very obviously hurt. <laughs> and still yeah. playing like oh man. Do they have a choice? Yeah, they <laughs> no, they don't. And uh, yeah, he's I think the net situation is bad. Ugh. The Nets and the Sixers might not even get out of the first round, and they each team had one team has Kevin Durant and the other has James Harden. Uh, uh, that's that's ridiculous. Uh. All right. Um. So. So we basically talked about who we think are going to win the next series. Uh, I've got, okay, right now, I've got Warriors, Memphis in the West. And I think it's going to be, as much as I hate to say it, I think it's going to be Celtics heat in the East. Hmm. Well, and honestly, I mean, I kind of want to go Celtics Heat too, but since you did, and to be a contrarian, and because I don't think it's impossible, I think that there is a very good chance that if Grayson Allen in particular, he's the X factor, If I mean, assuming Milwaukee gets to that series, he's the X factor. If, if Grayson Allen can do... Grayson Allen stuff while Chris Middleton is healing. I think the Bucks win that series. So I will take, I will say Miami, Milwaukee. Even though I actually think in reality, <laughs> I think there's a better chance that that doesn't happen and that Boston wins. I'll do it just to, because I think it can. I, 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 lo- I love the karma you're giving me here. <laughs> Because I'm go, I'm going, I'm going with my head and not my heart in this pick, like I usually don't do. And <laughs> I feel like you're giving me that karma right back to me. So thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's your West prediction? The West, you know, it's a little more convoluted out there, and. I shouldn't say that because it's very obviously Golden State, but who are they going to play? Like, that I'm not sure. I want to see Dallas. And the way that Dallas is playing right now compared to Phoenix, I mean, it actually kind of looks like it might end up that way. So you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Dallas-Golden State. I think Luca coming. He's rested. He's been injured, so he's just been sitting around while while his teammates are treading water against Utah. So he comes back. He wins that series. 
they take uh, they move on and uh, move on to a Phoenix team that can't seem to get it together. Or maybe Booker's still out, or even get even luckier and have to deal with a Pelicans team who snuck a series away from the Suns, making it even a little easier for them to get to the conference finals. So yeah, I'll go Dallas. I'll go Dallas. All right. Um. Yeah. So that was our. Uh... Uh, NBA uh, playoff uh, review for you guys. Unless you had anything else to add to that. No, I think we covered it all. We got. Who did you pick for the West? I I have a uh, uh, Memphis uh, uh, Golden State. No, wait, they can't play in they, the conference. They, are finals. they going to play each other in the? Yeah, second they round? play in the yeah, second round. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to change that. I was wondering because I thought so. I'm like, I don't think he actually picked it in that. So, yeah, so it's either going to be – well, if you want Golden State, you are either got Dallas, Utah, Phoenix, or New Orleans. Okay. Just to be different from you, I think Chris Paul is going to be able to lead Phoenix through what they're going through right now. I think Booker is going to be – has a shorter time frame than Middleton does. I know that. I think the high end is three weeks. He should be back in two. I'm going to go Phoenix, uh, Golden State. All right, yeah. And I I don't even dislike that because Chris Paul's done that before. This wouldn't be the first time Chris Paul's hunkered down and gotten a team through a playoff series. I mean, he hasn't done it for an NBA Finals, but, you know, he's done it in a playoff series before. Yes. (laughs) And I, I... I mean, Chris Paul has to know that time is coming into an end. He wants that finals victory. He was so close last year. I I can't see Phoenix losing to New Orleans. And I think they're going to get past the Mavs or the Jazz, most likely the Mavs. I'm taking Phoenix, uh, Golden State. So nice. Um, but yeah, so that is our uh, all and I talking sports uh, NBA review for you guys. Um, coming up this week is NFL takes over like they do every April for their. Three-day three day draft bonanza. Uh, we'll have a review of the draft for you guys next week. Uh, we didn't want to do a preview because we're not, neither of us are uh, embedded into the uh, draft uh, industrial complex. So. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That is a whole thing that I, wow. You got to kind of be all about the draft in order to even talk about it these days. And this draft in particular is so muddy. It's hard to say who's going to take what in that, in that first round. It's, it's nuts. It's a really hard one to mock. Exactly. So we will have a review for you guys. And, uh, yeah, and we're and honestly we're better at uh, letting others make decisions and then pointing out why they're wrong anyway. So it, it'll work better for everybody. There we go. 
Um, NBA playoffs continue. Uh, you have uh, Milwaukee playing game five tomorrow night in Milwaukee. Uh, baseball season continues. Hockey playoffs start May 2nd. Uh, if we do enough research between the two of us, we may have a little bit of a hockey uh, season review for you next week if we can sneak it in. That or we'll um, bring in an expert. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to find an expert. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else that you can think of that's no, going on? No, that sounds pretty good. Uh, NFL draft and NBA playoffs. That's a, that's a lot to watch right there. So, um, yeah. I think that was a, that was a good one, Jason. Uh, congratulations. Uh, you want to sign us off? Yeah, let's do it. Thank you everybody for listening. We love all of you. We will, we will talk to you next time. Have a good night. Night guys.